Hi, welcome to System.Debug, where your house. I'm Megan SF. I'm RJ. What up? What We're up? here to talk to you about leadership. Oh, but we got so much more cool stuff to talk about first. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of cool Announcements. Stuff. Announcements. So RJ, what's going on with you? It's been a while since we saw you. Um, not too much. Uh, just still working at Slalom, still doing that whole that whole thing, all the consulting stuff. Um, been working on a secret project that I can't talk about, but it's it's cool. It's a cool project. <laughs> Are there so, ninja turtles involved? No, I wish there were. <laughs> I do wish there were. I, I've heard I've heard a uh, tale of like different Pokemon projects and stuff that have come down, but I've not been on any of those cool ones yet. This one's almost as cool, not really that cool, but yeah, that's about it for me. How about you? Much, not much. Uh, switch where I'm working, you know, start a new job. So that's very nice. exciting. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's very different, very different. It's crazy having certain people there for support. Um, yeah. Big support uh, group. Big support group. Yeah. Uh, nice. You know, and I, I've been doing that whole small company startup thing for so long. Uh, you know, since they were 14, 15. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I started I working that. like doing corn detasseling on a farm, and then you got to go and you know, worked at the Walgreens, like just downtown in a little teen times job. That was probably my most corporate job before uh, working as a cashier. But now you're um, now you're real corporate. Now I'm like real corporate, real corporate, real corporate, corporate. Like, grown up. But it's okay. We wear hoodies. That was like one of the most like reassuring things I ever heard is like we gonna wear hoodies to Dreamforce if we go to Dreamforce. Like that was a rule last year. I was like, you're speaking my language, speaking my language. Yeah. Okay. So real corporate, but also can wear hoodies right there, meeting right. So in like the Salesforce. So like live in Salesforce land. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You gotta come back to the dark at uh, the Jedi side. Yeah, leave the dark side. Wait, I, you almost got me. You almost got me. What's with this? I keep staring at the beard. Oh, my beard. It's just is that the COVID beard? Yes, this is my this is my COVID beard. I cut it. I cut it, and I looked like a total maniac for uh, No Shave November. So I did like a reverse okay. No Shave November. I went crazy with it, and then I shaved okay. it into goofy shapes uh, for charity. I forget how much we raised, but we raised a good bit for, for like testicular cancer and all that great stuff. Well, not great. It's not great stuff. Right. We, not going. we get you. We get you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> one of my old coworkers, guy is totally awesome. Um, hey, Patrick. Uh, Patrick had been growing his hair out. I got to tell you. Okay. So when COVID first started, like, so I had my team, right? And I tried to keep things interesting. Okay. Yeah. So. Right. As you can guess, uh, kind of, oh, we'll get to this. Well, I'll tell this one story. This will kind of bring us back. We'll do announcements. We'll come back and we'll go back to the later stripping thing. Okay. All right. So I like to keep things busy. I like to keep things fun. Well, we just got stuck at home. We just had lockdown. Mm-hmm. So I decided to do this contest for like this photo contest because I saw okay. that people were doing it on like the Twitter. And like people were doing it with like crazy stuff, like real art and stuff. And then I saw some of the Ohana had started to adapt it. Well, I'm going to do this with my team. So this day, every single day for like a month, you had to take a picture. And like one day you had to take a picture of a Snuggie. Double points if you're wearing the Snuggie. 
<laughs> I need a picture of a unicorn. Like, okay. And Patrick, this was in the very beginning, but there's a point to this. And he goes and he has his hair up in a little ponytail top of his head. And he's like this because he didn't have a unicorn. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it was like the best. But then it made me feel so sad because I was like, who doesn't have unicorns at their house? I have unicorns all over this. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. My kids love unicorns. But poor Patrick doesn't have a unicorn. We need to send him a unicorn. But the whole reason is that to go full circle. So he ended up growing his hair out over COVID, joining it into Lax for Love. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. That's a well, sweet thing to do. It was so exciting. So exciting. Like super long. And on top of that, he ended up cutting his hair because his mom wanted him to. And like it was like going to be a special thing for her. And oh. I mean, his hair grew so fast. I wish my hair could grow that fast. I do not understand how boy hair grows so fast. We're getting off subject to Salesforce. Let's go. Sorry. You're just going to hear about the jealousy I have about my brother's eyelashes next. It's going to get bad. <laughs> my wife says the same thing about my eyelashes. She's like, why can't I have your eyelashes? I don't know. You'd have to be me to have my eyelashes and have all the other problems instead of just Herschel not having- is out there, man. If Herschel is out there listening. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what do we got? What do we got in the mentions box? Yeah. Mentions box. So let's quick jump to it. So first of all, connections just happened. So uh, make sure you check out some of those videos and those presentations. It was totally virtual, virtual, super exciting. Um, also, up and coming doo, 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 tomorrow, Education Summit. Nice. Well, so if you're looking for something to do tomorrow, you want to learn about the education cloud, you want to get that education certification. So, uh, I want to support, support our buddy Ryan. Ryan. Oh, my gosh. You all remember Ryan? Our hero, our Shout original. Out to Ryan and his and his uh, work in Salesforce education. I think that's what it's called. I'm not really sure, but yeah. Well, kinder, kindergarten through something. K through twelve, I think it is. Yeah. 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 Very. But yeah, Salesforce education. Yeah. That's cool. What else we got? Um. So also we have the fact that it is uh, it's about to be Trailhead GX uh, viewing party time. Nice. So. All of these user rooms all over the place. We're all going to be watching Trailer DX Go. Trailer DX viewing party. Not like the whole thing, but like the first like keynote. No. The first little chunk. Is it is it happening in, in sort of uh, like stages? So uh, we're all watching the first like hour and a half together. Oh, okay. Yeah. At least yeah. The, I mean, that's when most of us are doing our viewing party. I think everybody's doing theirs then. I don't think people are doing it like at the end okay um but you know we so i did extend mine a little bit so we can all sit and talk about which sessions we're going to so we can find out what all the good ones are and chat about that because as you know i'm a little chatty i was gonna say that's a good thing to do for pretty much any conference like if you're going to a yeah. conference and i guess this is just a hot tip for people who haven't been to conferences before if you're going to any conference check out what everyone else is going to and if there's mm -hmm. something that or maybe two two talks at the same time that you like, but like your buddy, like Pat, let's say Patrick is going to one, you can go to the other, you two okay. meet up in the in the middle and say, hey, this is what it was about. So that's a pretty cool thing. And I know yeah. now they record pretty much everything. So that's not so right. much a problem anymore, but yeah. Oh, um, another super cool one that just happened last week was Check Dreaming. Like first ever, very exciting virtual event, Dreaming event. Uh, 
man, I wanted to go over to that in person. I don't know if it was the first ever. Maybe it was the second. I don't know, but I wanted to go so bad. IRL didn't happen. Didn't happen. Yeah, it's tough traveling right now, but that's okay. Next yeah. year, right? Next year. Next year, fingers crossed, man. Um, and then I guess did that's about it for what's coming up. Yeah. Don't trailhead DX, 23rd of June. Oh, and for those of you that missed it, my birthday was on Sunday. Oh, well. Global uh-huh. holiday. Yeah. <laughs> Happy belated birthday. Why, thank you. And I appreciated your message like for my birthday though too. Thank you. Um, going back in a circle, RJ, why don't you just start it on our topic? Yeah, all right. So so we're talking about leadership today. And to kind of to kind of kick it off, I have a really good um, book that I like that I've read. I think a lot of people suggest it, and that's probably where I uh, first heard of it. It was probably on Twitter or, or somewhere thereabouts. Um, but it is this book right here. It is called Resilient Management. It's by Laura Hogan. She's amazing. Um, and, and it's really not necessarily geared towards um, engineering teams, but it has, it has that very obvious sort of feel of engineering teams. So maybe, maybe I'm putting that in there myself. <laughs> maybe I'm, maybe I'm thinking about that uh, a little bit too hard, but that's the background I come from, which is engineering, obviously it's engineering podcast pretty much. And, um, and so I, I might be putting that bias on the book, but it's, it's a really good book. It's not, uh, it's not a very heavy read. It's not a very dry read. It's really good. And it talks to sort of the human aspect or aspects rather. It's not just one, the human aspects of this whole entire team building thing. So if you even, even just looking at um, the chapters, right? One is meet your team. Uh, another one is grow your teammates. Uh, another one is set clear expectations. Another one is communicate effectively and then build resiliency, right? So when we think about those, those topics, um, you can see kind of that, that start to take shape around like what this, what this whole entire book is about. Right. Um, and in, in the meet your team, they talk about kind of the whole different, um, different stages, right. Of, of how teams sort of interact, like there's forming, storming, norming, and performing all that fun stuff, all that psychological stuff that when you're an engineer, like, I don't know about you, you might think about this all the time, Megan, but when, just me being a, a, a goofy engineer, I don't, I never use like for the first like 10 years of my career, I never even thought about it in the slightest. You know what I'm saying? Like I never thought how, how to build a team. And I, I was never like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll figure out all my things and write my notes and all that stuff. I was like, a team just happens. <laughs> See, I don't I'm know. Um, I had, I put work into my team, you know? So the team that I had in my prior role, I put a lot of work into it, you know, and I, I probably like off the clock was doing at least 10 hours a week for them. Um, yeah. Plus, you know, calls during the week, uh, plus the time that I actually had for them. Um, and then, you know, I was always thinking about them. I still do. I still call them. Um, you oh, still check in, you know, and it's kind of like my project team right now. I can just, Keep checking in. I'm like, are you guys okay? Can I do anything? Well, can I do? And you know, it's just I've especially coming from that smaller atmosphere. Like, I know a team has to be nurtured because I came from such a small place that somebody took me under their wing and brought me up. And that's kind of the places I'm from. Uh yeah, just, you know, I've loved it. I've loved it on the team. I thought they were amazing, just amazing. And 
just watching them grow. And, you know, I love to come up with like little mentoring plans for everybody. And then I love to learn from everybody. And then I like to see, oh, they're working on this. I wonder if I can do it too. Like, let's see how far mm-hmm. I can get. Because, you know, not everybody on the team knows the same stuff, you know, yeah. which I think is the hugest benefit, especially once you're in, in engineering, architecture, development. We're not all going to know the same thing. And you know what? There's no way you can know it all. Let's just oh, all yeah. admit it. Yeah. No way. So the things that I get to learn from people, like I try to make people with as different of skill sets as me as possible. So that I can get, you know, more. Like, that makes sense. And totally it sounds like I probably like lead away from people that would, you know, be community cloud architects. Like so that we could have like community cloud consultants fit for architects. I wanted people that could do mules or people that could do, you know, super awesome integrations and identity and ninja skills. You know, mm-hmm. people that have like a black belt in CPQ. You know, that kind of thing. So, I don't even know what that is, but that sounds amazing. So it just means that you're really awesome at CPQ. I yeah. got you. Configure price quote. Yeah. It's like the hardest exam out there is what I hear. Is it? Yeah. This right here. Dang. Well, yeah, so that, that's probably like, I would, I would say you and your old team were probably in the realm of performing, which is like the, the forming part is, is where you're all coming together. You're all learning yeah. about each other. The storming is where you're trying to work out all the stuff, all the kinks, right? You and somebody so, have bad blood or, or whatever the thing might be, you know? So I think we've hit that. I think yeah. we've done that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think every team does that. And I guess my question for you, RJ, would be, you know, what got you into leadership? What set you down that path? Um, so that's that's an interesting question. Um, for for a long time, so just to give you a little backstory, a long time, I was very, very quiet. I never talked to anybody. I was super Please. shy. Yeah, like probably, I don't know, I'm 39 now, I'll be 40 soon. So probably as as recent as about 10 years ago, I was just very shy, very quiet, didn't want to talk to anybody. Um, I just, I just sat down at my desk. I did my job and that was it. I went home. Right. That was it. And I got home and, and I would talk to some friends and different things like that, play some video games with friends and whatnot. That was, that was about as far as my, my social, um, anxiety would let me go. Or I I don't even know if it was social anxiety. I'm, I'm, I'm making a big assumption about myself. I have no idea what the heck it was. Um, but fast forward a couple of years and I realized there's a lot of people who in this world um, are, are consistently getting kind of stepped on, uh, ignored, pretty much any, any, any bad word you can throw in front uh, of that, is, they're getting the worst treatment, right? There's a right. whole bunch of people. Um, and, and most of them don't look like me, right? Most of them are getting kind of, kind of sidetracked because, or I don't even know what you would call that, pushed to the side, not sidetracked. Most of them are getting pushed to the side because they don't look like me. They don't talk like me. They don't do things. Uh, I have like, no idea what the heck it was. Um, but what is that noise? Oh. It was me trying to get to the chat and I turned <laughs> you right. on on accident. I heard myself and I wanted to vomit. <laughs> you were supposed to ignore it. You were supposed to ignore it. I was I'm trying sorry. to get to the chat. I was trying to get to the chat. It's all good. Technical difficulties, Dave. Technical sorry, difficulties. guys. It's fine. 
Um, but yeah, whenever I hear my voice, it just makes me want to vomit. So <laughs> back to where you anyway. were talking about leadership. Anyway. Yeah, so, so there's a lot of people who are getting pushed to the side, don't look like me. And and my whole thought process was I'm a person who could do something about that because I do look like me. So what do I do? And that was my first mm-hmm. step. I was like, I got to do something. I got to jump in here and, and try to at least help a little bit. Because if, if you're not helping the situation, you're effectively just a bystander and you're, you're adding yeah. harm to the situation, right? By not doing anything. By being a silent observer, you're, you're adding to, to the bad stuff. And I, I don't want to add to more bad in the world. There's plenty of it out there. So I said, what, what the hell do I need to do? So here I am trying to figure my life out. Um, trying to figure out who I am. I've never had a mentor. So kind of the opposite of you, Megan, like I've never been mentored in, in any way, shape or form. I've never really had a mentor. I'm still looking. Hey, if anyone's out there and wants to give me a just hand with my life. Start, so how I got my mentor was I just started asking all the freaking questions I could yep. to all the people I could and the people that answered, I didn't let go. <laughs> there is somebody in the Salesforce community and this poor guy answered a question for me like 10, 13 years ago. <laughs> I still send him questions whenever I am stuck. All the the time. Poor guy gets these hit with these questions on Twitter. Like, ah, awesome. I know you're super busy. I know we don't really talk. Yeah. I yeah. have a question for you. Like, Twitter, <laughs> like, you never should let me join that DM list. You never should have. And then my old boss, oh my gosh, like, oh, like, first time ever I had like a rock star like mentor challenging me like making me not only like keep pushing myself to learn but like made me feel like I was accomplishing something along the way yeah and that that really I think changed things around it just made things so much easier yeah yeah which is good and that's good and that's that's what that's what a good leader is supposed to do right they're supposed to take the person that they're interacting with that they're trying to lead right? Yeah. Sit down beside them help and help them side by side, figure out all the things that they need to figure out, which is exactly what you're talking about. And that's a great way to approach it too. Like yeah. I would have never thought of that still, even now, up until you said it, I would have never thought to just go out and just talk to people and whoever answers you just hold on to them. <laughs> Don't that's them how go. I make friends too. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are and we're yeah. friends. So what it's up? working. <laughs> But yeah, in that, in that realm, that's like, that's what you're supposed to do, right? As the leader, you, you take people um, who you're leading and you, pu- you pull them up as high as you possibly can. And at the, at the end of the day, you should be in a, in a place where you are shouting their name from the mountaintops, basically, if that makes sense. So, so you're supposed to be their advocate. You're supposed to be their leader. Um, you're supposed to be their mentor. And, and pretty much everything that falls under, under all of those things. So that's, that's, that's where we're at now. And that's what we're talking about. So I guess the next phase of this whole entire thing, right. Is, is now, now that you've got this team, right. So, so let's, let's talk about your team, right. Yeah. You got your team or your old team. Um, when, when you got them, right. They were, like you said, they're all kind of in different places. Yeah. How do you get them all to, to mesh together? How do, you, how do you get so many different people from different places to come together and form a team? So, and I think, you know, most of the time, 
it, it starts with the interview process. You, mm-hmm. you need to be able to, so if you can do it in the interview process, you should be making sure that you're getting a culture fit. It's not just about who knows what, it's can these people get along, not only with the project team but with, and with customers, but with who they're going to be working with day in and day out, who is their mm-hmm. team, who are they going to need to ask for help. Um, and making sure that they they have that personality that fits your company. And they have the, either the drive that they need or the you know, fit that they need, just whatever it is that they have to have. Uh, second, though, you have people that are promoted. You have people where teams shift around. That's how I got my team. My team was shift around at the beginning. So, and it was, it wasn't a people, bunch of people I interviewed. It was just people I got. And, man, I just, they were all in different places. We had, like, a TA. You know, like a junior consultant, we had like a consultant, you know, like an architect, we had a solution architect, and then we had, we had like another TA. And then we had somebody that wanted to be an architect that may also want to be a developer. And that was my architecture team in the beginning. Okay. And so it was more about figuring out where is everybody and what can they bring to the table and how can they help each other out? And how can I show everybody that we're we're all going to make mistakes? We all yeah. have to ask ask questions, and to, even I'm going to be asking questions, and I'm going to be struggling. And you know, I'm supposed to. I'm I'm not leading by knowing everything. I I'm leading by being right here with you and being somebody that's going to try to help you out when I'm down or when you're down, and yeah. we're just going to keep going. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. And I think, I think the take home there really is when, when you're in the interview process, when you're out of the interview process, pretty much anywhere in your life, actually ask questions like all of the time and be yourself. It's not worth it to fake yourself for an interview. If you're not going to be you, you, that person versus who, you want to fake it for like the rest of your job <laughs> or do you want people to like who you were in the interview, but not like you for you, like to just be you. And you know what? It just makes life so much easier. It so does, much yeah. easier. And yeah. yeah. That's, that's one of the things that, that Solemn kind of promotes that I really enjoy is, is bring your whole self to work. Yes. And I think just, yes. just at the, at the Atlanta office, at least, a lot of people do. I've not been to any of the other offices, so I can't really talk on on what that's like. But I know at the Atlanta office, we have a lot of unique characters and everyone just just appreciates them and the fact that they come and they bring their full, the full self, just everything. They just come as they are. And, you know, in the words of Kurt Cobain, you know, uh, <laughs> that's, that's just a great come thing. As right? you are. Come as you are, yeah. <laughs> it's an amazing I thing. It. I love it. You know, actually, I think we talked over. Did we? I know we started a little late, late but I think we, we did. We did, we did start a little late. I think we're probably like 20 something minutes in. So I don't know how how long you want to go. But we oh, keep, keep are going. we? Because I thought we were like 40 something minutes in. No, I think we're good. Oh, um, okay. Okay. Let's so, keep going then. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep going. We're we'll good. figure out where we're going to stop. We're That'll good. be fine. We we'll stop it. at a natural stopping point. Right. <laughs> So, right. so the next thing is, so now, now you've got everybody together, right? Really, really quick. I know you brought up yeah. your book. I really quick wanted yeah, to point dude. this one up. Speaking up. of being somebody that can make a difference, 
Um, I highly recommend everybody read this book, Power Up. Forward by Mark Benioff, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. It is the perfect gift for any young woman navigating her career. So I like that. Yeah. Uh, cool it's, about, it's, it's about learning how to just how to, how to, take, how to be in the workplace, how to, how to be a smart woman in the workplace, um, and how to uh, make smart decisions without, yeah, without losing yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. I found it interesting. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. It was about networking. It was about connecting with people. I don't know. I really felt more of a personal side to it than I felt to most books, as well as okay. the fact that I didn't think it was that corny. A lot of those books about leadership are pretty corny, man. Yeah. They really are. And I like this one. So I like that cover because it's good, retro. Not corny books. Two good, not corny books. Like, yeah, it. all in one episode. That's, that's, I'll be honest with you. That's pretty tough to find because, like, most of my bookshelf, any of the stuff that's like in that realm of like self help or like growth and stuff like that, you're right. It's super corny stuff. Like, the, the closest books I have to self help are these. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, otherwise, I've got an entire shelf of. Apex and Lightning developer books, all with different sizes because they're from different years when there was more to them. And I like oh, to put man, them in so order size. See the growth. That's, growth. Pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's normal. People do that. I'm sure they do. I'm sure Nathan they do. and I talk about it on the phone all the time. <laughs> we do that. People do that. People do the other do that. Day we yeah. were comparing our Salesforce One books. Um, it's a thing. So- <laughs> So yes. that's, that's a good kind of segue into the next thing, right? Which is um, yeah. when you're growing your teammates, what do you think is one of the, what do you think is one of the bigger things that, that needs to, that, that upfront sort of like startup time, because you got, you've got those core needs, right? You've got belonging, mm-hmm. you've got that improvement slash progress piece. Um, you've got choice, their ability to make choices, um, whether it's for architecture or what have you, right? Just the ability to make choices and, and have their own mm-hmm. choices. Um, equality and fairness, uh, mm-hmm. predictability and significance. So uh, when you mentioned the, the growth of the books, I was thinking improvement that that progress vein of core needs. I think that one's pretty, I think that one's one of the bigger ones for me. I'm, I'm sure there are. Uh, so I mean, one of the big things that I think about is just eagerness to learn and willingness to learn because you can okay. be eager, but not willing. I think that's and very fair, yeah. Willing, but not eager. So, so you gotta have. So what you're you saying is you can't a balance of the two. Yeah, you can't necessarily just have one. You've got to yeah. have some Both. combination of those two. Yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So the willingness, and you gotta have some personality and humor. Like, if you're not gonna get any <laughs> sarcasm or jokes or or weird comments, I just, I am not serious all the time. People are like. Sometimes when I'm using a Windows machine, like I am right now for work, which I'm struggling, like the click doesn't click right. I'm using a Mac, like the click doesn't click right. So I keep doing this and it's just, it's not right. And people just, I think people, people, people seem to be frustrated with me. Yeah, but they're not, but they're not. But like, like I have had people like try to explain to me how to use the touchpad. I'm like, oh no, I don't use the touchpad. I just don't want to use it like that. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I just like want to use it like 
a different touchpad. Like, I think I, I think I've asked like four people. Do you know how I can change the hotkeys to be alt instead of this one? Like, to make it this one instead of that one. And then mm-hmm. also, do you know how I can change my touchpad to be like one touchpad in like the touchpad, touchpad instead of that? And like, I have no idea what you're saying. I'm like, make it click like a Mac. Oh, yeah. No. You can do that. Um, I know you can do that with an external keyboard, um, which is why I use, for the most part, an external keyboard on most of my machines. So can I use my magic pad? Is that going to work? Uh, oh, you're talking about um, this guy? Yeah. It is Bluetooth, so it right? should connect. Now, the drivers for it, I don't know. It might See, that's you might the be thing. able to set it up I've with. I've never had to deal with drivers. I've been yeah. using a Mac. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, what yeah. You might be able to do it. Drivers thing, like every, like headphones, like headphones don't work. My headphones work fine. Yeah, yeah. It's a little strange. It's it's a different. It's a different. Uh, it's a different the battery, choice. The battery goes in like five minutes. There's no Dang. pacing with this little bill. Oh. Poor guy. No. But now now that's that's one of your core needs not being fulfilled, right? Your choice. Because you had to you had to get up Windows, didn't you? Uh well, yeah. I, so I hear you could try for a man, but it takes like some sort of like I don't know. Somebody says that you can. I don't I, I need to find out what it takes. It's only like my second week. <laughs> like yeah. I just got lucky in the mail. Yeah. I already have well, a project. Try. Got to make sure you have that choice. Right. Wow. So so now, um, now that we're talking about choice, right? When right. you're talking about different people on, on teams, right? And you're talking about their ability to kind of make those choices. Um, my question to you, Megan, is when somebody says something along the lines of, like, let's say, let's say I'm, I'm, I'm a, a junior dev on your team, right? Right. You just got me spun up. You trust me. We've we're, we've passed all those phases. And I say, hey, Megan, um, I'd really like to get into some architecture stuff. I'm trying to make that choice, right? I'm trying to make a choice, but I, I don't really have a choice in that situation. So are you going to empower me and like pull me forward and try to help me with my architecture stuff and, and you know, lift me up? Or, or do you kind of direct me in a different way and say like, hey, go learn this, this, and this? Or maybe a mixture of both before I get, I can start doing architecture stuff. So uh, I don't know. So honestly, you know what I like to add. So we did a lot of co-development uh, mm-hmm. where I used to work. Yeah, uh, to some wins, some losses. Um, you know, those are. Uh, but also, you know, as long as people are getting their work done and they are showing that willingness and eagerness. I have no problem working with them on the side. That's a lot of what I put time into were little mentoring programs for people to help them get to where they wanted to go and help mm-hmm. them lay that foundation and start working on new stuff. Be it start working on flows or start working on, you know, I one of the guys, I helped him as much as I could. And then I asked if he could be moved to the developer team because I just couldn't keep going with the level of code he wanted to get into. Oh, wow. And so okay. I just knew that he had outgrown me and either he was going to shoot architecture or dev and he had passed me. You know, I wasn't going to be able to do it justice. That was fine. But well, that's good. That's I good. I try to help, you know, people help themselves. I can get you a program. I can answer questions. 
but you know, we've all got to make sure that we're still getting our work done first. Yeah. 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 And then also certifications. How do they, how are certifications for you? For me, I, I don't think about certifications until somebody's actually done whatever they're trying to get certified in. So for me, I don't see them as on the table until later. Okay. Yeah. I think, so, so I see how that fits in. Yeah. So, so in that realm for us, um, yeah. And, and me specifically, not just us as, as a company, I don't want to speak to what, what slalom kind of thinks. No, yeah, really yeah. um, but for me personally, and, and the team that I'm with right now, certifications have a little bit of importance, I would say. Um, most of our certifications that we're looking for are cloud certifications. So like Azure certifications, AWS certifications, Google cloud certifications. Um, they definitely hold some weight, but yeah, I think, Mm -hmm. I think you're right. There's, there's kind of a clear divide of, Mm -hmm. of different people, people who have very clearly done the certifications, but have never touched any of the underlying infrastructure or Mm -hmm. code or any of the stuff, right. have never touched the underlying technology. Um, and then people who have touched the underlying technology a lot, but have never gone for a cert. And then the people right. who are like in the, directly in the middle, which I think is a great place to meet, but. And honestly, you know, I don't, I feel like a cert is supposed to show what you know how to do. Not to say this is something I want to try in the future. It should be a, a like a report card that says, this is how well I did on what I, what I have into the school year. Yeah. And, uh, you're not going to get graded on something you've never done. So I don't know, I'm just a, a firm believer in just always making sure that there's enough activity to support the certification, which going back is where I'm connecting some of the little, uh, you know, those tasks and those items and the, the different things that I encourage people to work on. They kind of go back to that idea of, you know, these are items that are going to help you get ready for that certification. You start working mm. on these now, they'll help you start thinking in that way so you can use them on a project. Yeah. I got you. So you're, so you, yeah. what you're doing is you're taking all the stuff that, that y'all are working on. So let's just say it's you and me, right? You're teaching me some mm-hmm. stuff and you've got little things, little tasks that you're giving me all, all, all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. At the end of that, what that should sort of add up to is my ability to now go and take the cert. Like I've been working on all the technologies. It depends. The covers, it depends. Yeah. And I'm trying to jump into that. Okay. It depends sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes no, but sometimes yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you're yeah. I mean, not not everything is covered by search. So obviously there's gonna right. be a lot of times where you're but, covering other you know, things. You know, there there are there are people that I've worked with, you know, specifically to help them get through the sharing of the facility. And you know, there were there were steps we specifically took, like this is what I want to help you focus on. This is where I really think we need to like take some time, you know, community cloud. Oh my gosh, you experience cloud, I mean experiences. Like, this is what I think we should do with experiences. This is what I think you want to try to play with all by yourself. Why don't you try playing with this all by yourself? Ooh, if you build this out all by yourself. Now, when you build that community, oh my gosh, think of all the cool stuff you're going to know how to do. Like, yeah, and you. then once you actually build one in real life, it, it's like, okay, now I feel like I can take a cert. Nice. So, so all I, I don't like to study for certs. Let's put it that way. I don't think people should have to study. I feel like you should be able to do like a quick skim, go in and go. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know that there are some people who, um, oh, there are shirts that are an exception. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they really have that, like that brain that goes for studying, but I think I'm with you in this. 
which is I'm, I'm not big on stuff. I can't, I can't just memorize something and regurgitate it. It doesn't really right. stick with me. Like if somebody gives me a poem to memorize, I can't do it. But yeah. if it's a beautiful poem and I'm thinking about it constantly and, and I and hear it like, just like a song, right? If I mm-hmm. listen to it enough, it just becomes, it becomes like a, a part of me. And I'm like, oh, I can recite that poem line for line now. Right. But it's because I love it. It's not because I had, I was forced to memorize it. If I'm forced to memorize it, it's just, right. oh, my brain doesn't work that way for whatever reason. So I'm definitely with you on that. So awesome. let's talk about equality and fairness, because I think that's a huge piece of, of leadership um, and equity too. Let's not just, let's not leave equity out. So equality, fairness, and equity. Um, what types of things do you do with your teams or with your old team, I should say, to sort of promote yeah. those, those things, equality, fairness, equity? Yeah, so uh, first of all, I am millennial. Everybody is a unique little snowflake, but we are all in 32 degree weather to be cold. Um, so <laughs> by that, I mean, uh, yes, like let's go with the photo contest. Yes, there were prizes. Uh, first place, whoever got the most points over that whole month, they ended up getting any like textbook of their choice off of Amazon. And second place, got any, uh, uh, what you call it, uh, study guide. Off of Focus on Force. Okay. I think those are the two praises they gave me. Everybody else just got a bunch of stickers and glitter and swag in the mail. Because I really didn't think I was going to be running out of all my swag over a year. Like, I just, I thought there'd be more. Um, but yes, you got my point. Um, I do give out, like, like in all fairness, like, I, I give out kudos where kudos are due. Like, I also set up a uh, command in Slack be able to allow everyone to give kudos to each other on the team okay and so they give a shout out that shout out would go to the team that shout out would go to that specific person and then i would get a copy too so that i could have that filed away to use for their review oh nice okay yeah that's really cool yeah right Uh, because you know it's one of those things where i don't know about you but sometimes when i get those emails they're like extra you know especially if they've had a really bad week and a customer's like you really had this right or gold stars megan you save that email you're like i want to fold this up and put it in my pocket this is all mine like my happy day i'm gonna take it out whenever i feel right <laughs> like it's one of those things you know gotcha, and so yeah. i'd like to i like to hold on to those um and also i or i probably talk too much to my team like I, some people may say there's no such thing. I don't know. I love it. I don't think there is such a thing. I like to check in. I like to see how they're doing. Uh, they like to say hi. I love to say happy new house. I have to return a phone call to one of my old architects to see how she's doing because she left me a message. Uh, I, uh, I just love it. I, I love to stay in touch with people, though. So the communication part, now that I've come out of my shell, very similar to you, I couldn't do it for the longest time. Uh, now it's got a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So the communication is, is a big piece for you for that. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. It's stickers. Like Salesforce, we love stickers. But my people love your stickers. No, y'all, y'all are big, big fans of stickers. I've never been a big well, fan I of stickers. Well, I put them on, on my... everything. <laughs> like a child. Yeah. I finally, I'll show you later, but I finally have a, a, 
I got a piece of wood that I put all my stickers on because people just kept giving me stickers all yeah. the time and I never yeah. put them on my on my laptop and people would get mad at me about oh. did you put them on your oh like my laptop is just like coated in stickers I'm yeah. the reason I can't have nice things I keep putting <laughs> stickers on them <laughs> yeah but I finally put them all up but anyway yeah so so that's good communication is really key um for pretty much all of these all of these core needs communication is probably the the baseline for it like belonging improvement choice equality predictability significance all those things really boil down to uh, a person's a leader's rather uh, ability to communicate because they got to communicate the belonging right they got to communicate how the improvement is going to happen how the progress is going to happen they've got to communicate that your team has a choice everyone right. on your team has a choice you've also got to communicate that there's equality and equity in the team for everyone. It's, it's an open. And then communication is key in predictability because if you communicate differently on Monday than you do on Wednesday, it's not going to work. Yeah. You're all messed up. And then significance is again, kind of one of the things that you touched on, which is having that little happy email that you, that you can fold up and put in your pocket. Right. right? That makes you feel significant. Um, So I think you really touched on two things there. And so I, I really, I like to follow a lot of people on, on LinkedIn. Uh, I, I also like to follow people on Twitter, but you know how that whole situation worked out. Um, and when I look at my, my, the people that I follow on LinkedIn specifically, I, I want to look in there and I want to see a diverse crowd because I want different opinions. I want people to tell me where I'm lacking, right? Uh, I want people to tell me what um and it's not their job to tell me I'm not, I'm not saying that they're coming and calling me and saying hey rj you're doing this wrong i'm saying i'm looking at what they're doing um and i'm seeing where i'm failing my people right so i think a big part of the equality the fairness and the equity piece of that is the equity piece everybody's got to get a, a similar share of the team right you've got uh you've got one leader most times and that leader has only 24 hours in the day so you've got to give as much as, as, as kind of you can to each person. You've got to try to be equitable. But also some people now, when I'm, when I'm kind of talking through this, right, and this, this goes back to the LinkedIn thing, some people need different amounts of, of, of you, right? Some people need different That's amounts silly. of Megan as a leader, right? And when you're talking about, when I'm talking about LinkedIn, right, I'm looking at all these different people. And I'm, I'm taking different amounts from them, right? So it all kind of comes into this thing. I'm, I'm taking all these different amounts in and then I'm pushing all that out to my different people who want different amounts from me. So I'm like, I'm transferring this like source of knowledge, right? I'm right. like this bubble, I'm taking it in and I'm pushing it out. So, so in that, I don't know necessarily how to be, um, equitable all the time, but I try my absolute best. And I think, again, like I said, it's, it's up to the people who are taking in that information from you to, to ask for the amount of equity that they, that they want, but also right. it's on your plate. It's on, it's your, your right as the leader to, to try to help them all get an equitable amount of your time. Um, sorry if that, that just sounded like a total oh. mess of stuff. No, no, that was good. That was good. And you know what? Uh, we are hitting the six o'clock hour. So I think we should continue this next time. 
we can't. Yeah, we got so much more to say. Yeah. There's a ton so more. much more to say. It's so many more branches <laughs> so to go down, more. man. So we can talk branches. about expectations and having clear expectations. We can talk about how to communicate effectively, which is I want to hear. Hard, I want to hear about, more about your journey yourself. I want to hear more about oh, you. More it's about a, you. I'm a mess. I'm I, a mess. I'll, play your, I'll play your voice if you don't do it. No, no, please. <laughs> oh, no. That's my worst fear. That's All right, everybody. Fear. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Megan. Catch me on Twitter, Megan SF, and check out my blog, MeganRocksSF.com. I'm RJ. I don't really have any any other stuff. Oh, may the S Force be with you, our lovely Nathan. He's a ghost right now, but he'll be here next week. So check him out. He's awesome. He's fantastic. S Force be with you. Twitter. Yay. All right, you guys. Peace. See y'all.